Hello, and welcome back to Autopsy of a Horror Movie. My name is Brucker, and I am back to do another creep show commentary. It is season two, episode four. This one is a doozy of an episode. <laughs> episode four, Pipe Dreams slash Within the Walls of Madness. Hope that everybody is having a good week, and they have a fun weekend uh, planned ahead of you. Thank you so much for coming back. These commentary episodes are honestly really fun. I know I think I kind of griped a lot about last week's episode, but I mean I still have a really I still have a fun time doing these. So thank you so much to everybody that listens to these and gives me feedback on them. It really does mean a lot, and I hope that you guys get to enjoy them just as much as I do. Um, I don't have too many housekeeping notes besides you know everything's been going well. I'm getting closer and closer to that 1000 download mark to do my 1000 giveaway little uh, contest so i'm looking forward to doing that um i'm also almost done with creep show only got one more episode to do after this one then i will be moving on to the mtv series scream uh, i'm very excited to do that because i actually really like that show i probably will be critical about some things particularly about the student-teacher relationship that's in there, but we'll wait till we get there. So if you haven't seen this episode of Creep Show, it's it's interesting. I I remember not hating it, just being kind of grossed out. The first one, Pipe Screams, has a very gross, uh, hairy monster. I'll just kind of leave it at that. Um, but the second one was interesting, but it could have. It has, it has potential, I'll say that. The second story is good-ish. It has a lot more potential. But, um, yeah, so I am paused at seven seconds into the episode. So the only thing on the screen is a cartoon of some pipes, some cobwebs, what looks like a skinned face pinned to the wall. Yikes. Um, but, yeah, so this is what I'm looking at. And... Honestly, I don't have to be more housekeeping notes, guys. I guess I'm just ready to get right into watching this episode. So, again, paused at seven seconds in, and I'm about to start my countdown in three, two, one, play. I do like the beer tap. I wish... Man, we need a episode that takes place in a pub or something. I think that would be really awesome. The very first episode of Creep Show from season one, the first story had to deal with uh, this guy drinking a lot of, I think it was like contaminated beer, I'm pretty sure. So I think that's the closest we've gotten. So I don't know if y'all saw, but uh, creep show did get renewed for a season three I'd be kind of interested to see if they kind of take any of the lessons that they've learned from this season and improve on it just because i don't know i just remember liking the first season a whole lot more there's like kind of better scarier stories in this one there seems to be a little bit more i don't know mix of emotions there seems to be like comedy and horror i don't know like not that i'm against comedy horrors but i don't know it it's just a weird mixing of tones it's not very consistent cool cover so 
So this one, Pipe Screams. I do love that little candle that the Creeper's holding. I think that's fun. It kind of makes me think of, I don't know, for some reason, Jacob Marley from Christmas Carol. This music's good. There is a lot of campy acting in this, which I'm not against. I'm totally fine for campy acting, just letting you know. So I, th I feel like it's a little bit more than usual in this with the landlord here, this woman. See what I mean? Also, just obligatory creep show green light in the background <laughs> through that door. Always wonder where the green light is supposed to come from, you know, IRL. And I think that I can't tell if she is racist or if she's kind of just elitist, which is, you know, a form of racism. Because we'll see like some of the characters in this that she's talking about, about how their hair is just different. The characters we meet later on are black, so it's kind of like, ugh. It's not great. I do like the plumber. The plumber in this is, is interesting. They got laws now. This isn't Nam woman. I do like that little joke. That's funny. <laughs> no name tag. Linus. Is copper pipe like state of the art? Is that like an appropriate use of that phrase there? I don't think it is. She sucks. I find it so funny that his the mention of his brother never comes back up. I feel like I know a lot of people that are like this woman. Kinda. She kind of has a lot of Jason Alexander energy, um, George from Seinfeld. Way less, I mean, George is less of a douche, but she, I don't know, just the whole, like, yelling mid-sentence or, like, you know, raising her voice in random parts of the sentences. It's very, very much like George Costanza. <laughs> this is gross I don't know plumbing 
I just, ugh, I don't know, stuff builds up, it's gunky, it's slimy, it's hairy too, I just, ugh. I guess that's one thing I'm kind of squeamish about is, I don't know, plumbing pipes for some reason. Uh, just like the sound effects for that, ugh. I appreciated the POV there. And we still haven't seen the like monster yet. Just all that sound, all that like squishy makes me uneasy. kind of sounds like it's talking that's like kind of sounds like a gurgly r2d2 Oof. Uh, what is this face white with oh no did the cat get in yeah there goes fluffy <laughs> see this is like the smart person in the horror movie he's going yeah fuck this there's something off here it's gross I don't need this this person is a racist I'm just getting out uh, but he has too much of a heart he needs to kind of warn the people that live there that about there's something in the pipes try to fix it Ugh, cockroach ugh Again, there's just green light there. That was, I think that was a good little touch there that she, you know, acknowledged her neighbor going down and she knew what her neighbor was going to, showing that this really is like a, a community, that they're in this together with this, in this horrible place. Because it, it, it kind of helps establish that, like, they at least get along here and have community and, they're, and that they're in it together and that, like, they're not, like, I don't know, individually bad people stuck in a bad situation, if that makes sense. <laughs> Same here. She's saying that she's, you know, mentioning another neighbor that they've talked to in Mrs. Chen.
Yeah. If I were to see something furry in the toilet, I would freak out. <laughs> If I were to ever find a rat in a pipe or in my toilet, I would freak out. Again, where's this green light coming from? Because look, like the bathroom light is like, like a white yellow light, but the rest of the room is shining green. It's such a really interesting aesthetic choice for creep show to have just like these I don't know green lights and red lights beep, 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 beep. this is kind of making me think of Harry Potter a little bit Chamber of Secrets how the basculist was moving through the pipes They definitely didn't take inspiration from that, but I just thought that was kind of a cool parallel. Ew. That's so gross. See, this monster thing is disgusting. It's probably one of the things I've been most grossed out on this show. Or one of the things that's grossed me out the most on this show. Again, where is this green light coming from? weird uh, there's a little tiny hole see okay one disgusting two I liked that effect with the striped lines because it didn't have that color thing is it like this I don't like that yeah this thing is excuse me this thing is disgusting <laughs> I do like his screams though and this is an interesting twist now the whole thing is sticky so now he's stuck to the refrigerator Just start smashing it with anything you can find. <laughs> I... Uh, that's one tactic. Just rip it off. Oh, gosh. And it, like... I'm pretty sure we're about to see it, like, degloved de the top of his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just disgusting. 
I almost didn't want to do this episode. I seriously thought about not doing this recording because I just, ugh, I just, I just can't handle that. That's disgusting. It's a hairy snot monster. Ugh. Ew, that's just gross. Don't spit on it. Who is he talking to? You see that, bro? Who is he talking to? Now this is... It's kind of like Alien. Like the face hugger here. That is just... Just just kill me. Just, just set me on fire. I am done. The hand still looks good. That's what I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on the hand. The hand looks good. I'd rather look at that than this hairy face hugger. It's funny and gross at the same time. That is... No. (laughs) Thank goodness for this woman. Well, there's your problem. <laughs> the clog probably ate the rats. This is disgusting. I would love to show this episode to my uncle. My uncle is a plumber. I would love to show this to him and see what he thinks. I'm pretty sure he has some horror stories. I like this. I like the comic showing like her nice car, presumably a nice house. I think it's like a good way to transition and speed up the story while also letting Shutter save some money because now they don't have to rent that car or rent the house just for that shot. Plumber? I kind of like that she's just calling it. She's just drunkenly stumbling in here with a glass of wine that she's almost done with. Plumber? <laughs> you... Now, this is interesting. So now we're kind of getting into like this revenge horror element of this episode with a big dash of mob mentality. She is funny. Not going to lie. I'm kind of liking how over the top she is. I, I kind of like this overacting from her. <laughs> the plumber. Yeah, it's me. This dude looks like shit. Oh my god. <laughs> the The clog really... Pulled a number on him. Interesting. I love that 
I love that the lead pipes is what they're mad about, not the gross monster, but the lead pipes. Which, I mean, you know, I would be mad too about lead pipes. I wonder if the lead pipes is, like, what led to this monster? Like, is there something unique about how it was able to, like, mutate something to conjure up the clog monster? This is also kind of, like, about the... Not necessarily fear, but just like how, like a message of how procrastination and how you, you let things build up, it becomes like a clog monster because you've let it build up so much because you haven't been taking care of it. Oh, this is good. The, the torso and the one leg. This is also pretty dark. You're home now. I wonder whose leg they got to be her leg there, because I really doubt they had the actress, you know, stretch like that. <laughs> nobody bats an eye, nobody blinks. Also do love this, that they all were using his his like tools and they're just dumping them back in the little thing. It's kind of cool. And it's also kind of fun cause like the, this was kind of like, who's the real monster here? Like the clog monster ended up being their friend sort of here and took care of like the real villain, the, the landlord. Kind of interesting. Oh, no more red. We get daylight. I wonder how much time has passed. Do y'all think that this was literally the next morning? Or if we had some sort of passage of time here that was longer than that? It kind of looks like a dookie. The the clog monster crayon drawing there. It kind of looks like a turd. Not making fun of the girls, the little girls' drawing ability, but you know. Okay, so I like that one. Oh, I mean, like it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was just really gross. It grossed me out a bunch. This one is interesting. Uh, I will say this one does have potential this one this story reminded me a lot of john carpenter's the thing from 82 so um and it, the the non-linear storytelling nature of this one really stuck out to me this also kind of reminds me a little bit of Suicide Squad when like Wanda Sykes was going around and going to all the prisons to get to talk to to assemble the Suicide Squad. But that's not what's going on here at all. A containment breach. 
I really like how we don't see any of the facility or the room that they're in at all. The light literally only illuminates the cage he's in and her. I don't even know if we saw the desk. This is it's kind of interesting, actually. Again, it's a really clever way to save some money. Because, like, hey, we, had, we have just enough money for this. Or we would save a lot of money by not filling up this room. Let's just do this. And at the same time, it's like, who cares where they're at? So this is cool. Again, kind of getting to like thing vibes here. We're at somewhere cold. I don't know if it's the Antarctic exactly. That looks too mountainous, but I could be completely wrong. I think there are mountains in Antarctica. Cool watch. I don't know what that did. I don't know if she would have her hair like that. I feel like that she would have it in a ponytail or have it back or something like that. I don't know. I just can't see that being, I don't know, convenient. <laughs> but maybe he's keeping her ears warm. I don't know. So there's also a hint, well, not even a hint. There's also kind of like a love triangle going on here. It's a little too cheesy for me. <laughs> Spooky. I will say I do like the design of the set here. I like all the sliding doors, like the, the metal walls, the weird gadgets and stuff we see on the walls. I think it all looks pretty good. And it's also very different from what we've normally seen on this show so far. So I appreciate the variety that we're getting on this episode visually. Bunch of flashing lights. You can't tell what's going on. Jump cut. Jump cut. Jump cut. I am annoyed by this that I can't... I don't know. She's. She seems so calm. Doesn't even seem to know what's going on. That's funny. Oh yeah, we're about to see what happened to Mallory and Zeller. Bloody hand on the wall. <laughs> this flashing light 
in this room is very obnoxious. If you are like you know sensitive to that, this is not a good episode for you. And they honestly let it go for too long because they should know that there are people that are photosensitive like this. It's even giving me a headache. I will say that they look like a good prosthetic whatever of the decapitated head there. I did like that. The thing that kind of bugs me is that, like, him in the prison and him here, they just seem like two completely different people. I don't know. They just don't look the same to me. Maybe I'm being too critical, but I don't know. They just seem like two very different people to me. And I don't mean that, like, in a good way and to where, like, he has come out of this first experience here with some sort of knowledge. I don't know, like, he, I mean, he has it, he's trying to sort of warn people about demons, but, like, he's doing it in a very condescending way, as in, like, <laughs> I know something you don't. It just doesn't come off well to me, but we'll see next time we see him in the cage. Why would those scientists have a cattle prod there? Why? Doesn't make sense. Also, that wasn't wise of her to leave them to by themselves like this. Considering what we know about like the love triangle and everything. How many of you that watched this the first time wondered or actually thought that he did kill her in that room? That like it wasn't a monster, that it was him? I'd be interested to know how many people, you know, went into it going, oh, this is kind of a mystery. Until we see what happens here. He's making a good point, Carson. I kind of am annoyed that this story at face value is about two guys fighting over a girl. <laughs> I wish that she showed a little bit more emotion here. I mean, I guess she's cracking the... Okay, she's cracking a small smile. Okay, okay, okay. Mmm... Crisscross. 
I mean, that didn't look perfect, but I'll take it. Cool method of death. Axe to the head. I'll take it. <laughs> You're a candid camera. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out her motivation to this. I don't know why she's trying to keep this a secret. I don't know. Again, I appreciate the comics there to give us a little, you know, shortcut to this scene. See, so this is something else that I was wondering about if this would make the episode better. Because the non-linear nature of this. Because we go into it... Because like we saw that she deleted the file and we saw that how she is kind of manipulating everything. I wonder if this episode would have been better if that was like the twist later on. Like... Like, we don't go down with her to watch her delete the the videotape. She just comes back saying that, like, you know, she saw what she saw or didn't see something, whatever. And then later on we find out that she deleted it and all that. Just because I feel like this is lacking some tension. I don't know. Yeah, this is just like the thing. <laughs> cool bone, like cool skeleton here. I do like it. And I do like this little baby skeleton. He looks like something out of Alien, which I like. I think this is cool. I don't care when this show gets that derivative, because, I mean, it's kind of like winking at you at that point, and that's fun. I also really like it that the power that these things have it it all like resides in their bones. I think that's really cool. So even though that the creature's dead, she's still able to unlock its power just by possessing the skeleton. That's super neat, I think. I think that's such a cool idea.
be a raging sea. I don't know why she wants to do that, but okay. <laughs> this would be a really cool trinket for the Cabin in the Woods segment. Just put like that skeleton into the basement of the Cabin in the Woods. The problem is somebody has to blow on it, and I just don't know anybody that would just naturally pick that thing up and go, you know, I bet this makes a cool sound if I blow in it. <laughs> what a sentence. Now is a most excellent time to pray. Most excellent. Wouldn't it be amazing if like Bill and Ted just like step through a wormhole into the scene? It is most excellent. That thing looks like he's about to like face hug you, madam. So this dude has killed two people now. So yeah, it does look like that he killed all three of them. He just looks so different. I don't know. I guess it's because we saw his face covered in blood, but I don't know. He, it just doesn't even seem like the same person. I'm probably alone on this. Mr. Zeller. How does he know that the professor was looking into the future, not the past? Day of execution. That's kind of pompous of her to walk into... The execution with the book that you wrote on him to where you're profiting off of his crimes, allegedly, and now death. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. I do like this, though, because this is a cool story because we're, we're getting lots of different uh, environments here. We got the Arctic for a little bit, little snow cave, the inside of a lab, futuristic-looking lab, mind you, and then the, the cell, and now this. I appreciate that. <laughs> what? Would, would they bring him this skeleton on, like, the, the silver platter like that? Like there's like a hamburger underneath it. I also don't know if anybody would grant him this. Because you know that skeleton 
would be held in like an Indiana Jones warehouse somewhere, being examined by top men. Oh shit, some spooky stuff's happening. Uh, I don't like that. Don't like those tentacles. This... <sighs> I appreciate... See, like, see this one I'm talking about. Like, I like this premise. I like the idea of an alien coming through here, but that was such a green screen. I don't know, it just really takes me out of it. It makes me wish that they were able to do something else, because this doesn't look great. But still, I think it's really cool. I think it's a cool creature design. I like that. It's like a mix between an octopus and a tarantula. It honestly looks like one of those things from Black Ops 3 or 4 Nazi zombies. It's the, it's the zombie one where they're like, uh, the all the characters and stuff are like people from like the twenties. It looks like one of those creatures. And this is also I do like this a lot. This is super cool that like they're kind of seeing each other. He's looking into the past at her and she's looking into the future at him. Super cool. I warned you. <laughs> you sound like Matthew McConaughey right then. Interesting. Our demons ourselves. What a bad cover for that book. <laughs> Ooh, next one. Looks good. I know that I haven't seen the next one yet. I know that Justin Long is in it. Um, but yeah, so this one actually seemed kind of quick. Did this one seem fast to y'all? Anyways, uh, that was Creep Show Season 2, Episode 4, Pipe Screams and Within the Walls of Madness. I have to say, I don't know which one I like more. I like the messaging and kind of like coding in the first one with how, uh, you know, it was this community being oppressed, but they weren't necessarily being oppressed by what seemed to be obvious the clog monster they were actually being oppressed by um the the landlord how she was kind of a racist and said really nice i mean really awful things about them and she didn't want to upgrade the lead piping even though she knew that was dangerous to their health and it's like even once they all found out about the clog monster they didn't care the community was way more upset about her putting them at danger with the lead pipe. So I don't know. I found that really interesting. I was just super grossed out by the 
the hairy monster. So I guess I'll say props to them for the creature design because it was effective. And I didn't think it looked cheesy. It was disgusting. So, yeah. I guess maybe I like the first one more. The second one, on paper, I would like more. I just... I don't know. I just feel like they could have done some more stuff. They could have left some more stuff to the imagination with the scientist uh, woman. With her, I feel like we could have had a little bit more mystery with her about how she was kind of pulling some strings and turning them against each other. I think that would have been a cooler reveal later on into the episode. Um, I do like the last line of it with him echoing they come in through the walls. That's kind of a cool weird sort of like like Lovecraftian prophetic sentence. I, I do like all that. But the the green screen and bad CGI was just it was it just really wasn't working for this episode. So I guess I give the winner to Pipe Screams. Interesting because that one was is way harder for me to watch than this one. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Autopsy of a Horror Movie. These commentary tracks have been so much fun, and I'm sorry if I seem too cranky or nitpicky as I watch them. I just, I don't know. I just want to point out things that I think that could have been better. But anyways, please visit my Buy Me a Coffee page. Thank you so much to Shelly for becoming a Skeleton Crew member. It means so much to me. Hope that you get to enjoy all the fun extra commentary tracks that you get and everybody please continue to listen share me with a friend tag me on twitter and instagram at record horror i would love that give me a review on itunes and i hope that you have a nice weekend watch some good movies bye